Hey everybody, welcome to the Geek Empowered Podcast. This is, we're flipping it up. We're flipping it up tonight. It is 11.16 p.m. here in Chicago and we are recording our podcast at night. So get ready for this because it's about to go down. Okay, let's get into it. So let's talk about the things that happened within the past week. The past week have has been, it has been crazy. It has been busy. It has been jam-packed. It has been back-to-back meetings. It has been phone call after phone call after meeting after meeting. It has just been crazy. But there has been some highlights. So, so let's talk about the highlights of the week. Okay, let's get into it. So let's talk about the things that happened within the past week. The past week has been, it has been crazy. It has been busy. It has been jam-packed. It has been back-to-back meetings. It has been phone call after phone call after meeting after meeting. It has just been crazy. But there has been some highlights. So, So let's talk about the highlights of the week. Okay, so this week, the highlights of this week. So first, let's talk about Shy Hack Night. So Shy Hack Night happened this past Tuesday. It starts around 6 p.m. People usually show up at 5. Show up at 5 so you can get the food. Like, they give you food. So show up at 5. And it's free, but you just have to make sure that you register ahead of time before showing up because if you don't register ahead of time and you show up they're not going to let you in so so what am i talking about what is this shy hack night so it used to be gov hack night but they changed the name and what they do is people show up people who want to work on ideas that will change the community any type of civic tech or it's just an idea that they have or something that they're stuck on what you do is you you show up to Shy Hack Night, you talk about what you're doing, you talk about what you're trying to do, what your goals are and what you need. And you come collectively in this space and you get to know what everybody does and people help you on what you're building. So I got the opportunity to go this past Tuesday and it was so awesome. I showed up a little bit late, so I missed out on the food, but it was awesome. I had fun. I got to meet with people that I knew from my previous life life of working as a consultant and I had a ton of fun. And like in that space I feel like is home for me because I get to be around creatives and not creatives more like the artsy like you know painter photography type because I because trust me I can roll with that crew too because I've done I've been about that life but when I say creative I mean more like the the developers the designers the ones who are like expanding on their ideas and just running with it I felt like I was at home and it just felt so welcoming and so warm and <laughs> cuddly to be in that space. That's a little weird to say, but you kind of get what I'm saying. So, and, and 
rolling off of that. I feel like we need to do to do more of this. We need to do more shy hack nights, hackathons. We need to breed more spaces where people feel comfortable enough to come and ask for help. And I feel like this is a big deal because it takes a lot for a person to come to a point where they need to ask for help on anything. So the fact that these people are breeding a space where people can come and say, I'm working on this thing. I need the help and they get the help like I am 100% behind it so shy hack night the people behind it I love you guys and thank you for having this event and congrats on running it for this long um, they still are bringing in the large crowds and I just love how that community is growing um, the theme I don't I don't want to call it a theme but like the the main pre, pre, presenters the main presenters of this past Tuesday shy hack night they talked about water and I and the reason why I want to bring this up is because um you might want to take a look at you know how much you're paying for water and how much your neighbors are paying for water and how much people in the suburbs are paying for water like I learned that Ford Heights is paying the highest amount for water per month. Ford Heights. And you know, you may not know what I said and you're like, so what? Like, what does that matter? Like first, let's think about the concept of everybody in the state of Illinois is paying different prices for water, depending on where they live. And think about the neighborhoods that is closest to a lake. And look at the numbers on how much they pay for water. Like, it was astonishing. It was kind of like, wow. Like, really? We just, you know, we just gonna sit here and let let this happen? Okay, I got you. But, <laughs> but I... But they got to talk about it and you know, they, they did their job. They spread awareness about it and it really did hit home because to hear that Ford Heights is paying the highest amount of water, like the highest amount when it comes to their water bill is just ridiculous. Um, so if you wanna know more information about that, check out our Facebook page. I will definitely post more information about who was the group that was presenting and where you can get that data from. Because once you have that data, like data is really powerful. When you look into it and you understand what it means and what it represents and how it kind of compares to everybody else, like it is really just like, wow wow, we need to do something about it. So I'll make sure I post that on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash geek empowered. So another highlight of the week was a women's march that happened yesterday, January 20th, 2018. Um, so before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to two organizations. I want to give a shout out to the Rocket Mamas Chicagoland and Rocket Mamas USA. I love this group that right now they're a Facebook group, but they also have a website, rocketmamas.com. Um, these mamas are amazing mamas and they are getting through these days. They are tackling whatever they need to tackle throughout the day and getting things done. I love these mamas. Please support them and um, take the opportunity to check out the Facebook page, Rocket Mamas, especially if you're a mama. Check out Rocket Mamas and also check out the website, rocketmamas.com. They created a membership where the Rocket Mamas who are running, owning, operating businesses, they can be part of this directory and we can provide a place of support and love and compassion 
and um, you know check them out. The second organization is the We Will Nonprofit. So We Will stands for Women Empowering Women in Local Legislations. They provide resources and opportunities to take a deeper dive in supporting our communities. They are amazing, amazing women. I know a few people who are involved in the organization, so please take the time to find out more about them at wewillwomen.org. So now, this women's march. So, so why did this even start? How did this whole thing get started? So if you know, last year after Trump got elected, a whole bunch of women got pissed. They got pissed. They're like, what is happening? Trump got elected, oh no. So a whole bunch of women, millions of women marched protesting President Trump. They just, they were protesting him. And, you know, I I don't like to get involved in politics, but mm, you get the picture. So, <laughs> so he protested against President Trump last year. So now they decided to do it again this year. And, it, and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people decided to march in New York and Chicago and all the major cities across the the nation and and I just love that this you know that it didn't just die off last year like this is not something that is going to die off and just die a slow like quiet death like this is something that's going to continue going and I'm so happy to see this happen this year because it kind of gives us hope like oh it just wasn't a one-time thing this is something that's going to keep going year after year so I'm very very proud of all the women who participated and marched for the women's march of 2018 so I'm very very happy about that so another highlight of the week google Google's like, look, people, look, you know, tech is it. Tech is where the jobs are, you know, and we need more people in IT jobs. So Google launched a free certificate course. They did it with Coursera. I'm trying to refresh my page, my internet's the way my internet's work. Google fixed my internet. Joking. But Google released, you know, certificate courses. And, you know, a lot of people do this. A lot of people want more individuals to participate in tech. So they're trying to find new initiatives to get people to sign up for these courses. And let me look this up because my computer is freezing on me. So let's use the handy dandy phone and see what's happening. So Coursera. And yes, I am Googling while I am recording because you know, we gotta do this. We gotta do it. Gotta make it work. Certificate. Okay, so apparently, let's see if I can read as much from here. So, uh, so what the post said, because people are asking me about this post. Um, Google launches free certificate courses to fill empty IT jobs, updated Saturday, Jan- January 20th. So there are 150,000 open IT jobs in the U.S., and Google wants to make it easier to fill them today. The company is announcing a certificate program on the Coursera platform to help people with no prior IT experience, the basic skills they need to get an entry-level IT support job in eight to 12 months. And this is big. This is big because what I like to tell people, especially when they're going into tech, because um, I probably explained my journey like 50 million times. I got into tech kind of by accident. I was a photographer looking for my next gig and my next gig just happened to be a internship 
for business leadership and technology. And then that internship led me into a tech career. So I kind of accidentally fell into it. But what I learned, what I learned from my experience as an intern and a consultant is that you have to find your way in the door. That is the number one goal. Get in the door. And um, you can do that in many ways. You can do that with a middleman. I tell people, find a middleman. If you can't figure it out by yourself, find a middleman. Find a program that will get you through the door, like halfway. They open the door for you. You just have to step through it. And once you find that middleman, then that can help you launch that IT career. If you cannot get that middleman, then you're going to have to kind of go the more traditional route, which is like training yourself and doing job applications. But the the easier route, in my opinion, and you can definitely argue with this because I want to find out more ways to get through the door. In my opinion, you got to find that middleman. And, and what exactly is a middleman? So a middleman is pretty much... A middleman is pretty much somebody who has made the connections. They have made the connections with people who work in tech, the CEOs, the CTOs, the CIOs. They made the connections and and they're pretty much like, hey, I got some people for you. I got some people for you that want to work, work in tech and because they have a trusting relationship. You can kind of get in through that relationship. So that's what I call a middleman. Um, so let's get back into the Google. So I'm looking at Coursera right now because somebody asked me whether or not it was legit. Coursera is legit. You can purchase courses from them. But I think they were more talking about, okay, is Google really, you know, connecting with them to make these courses happen? And I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at Coursera.com slash courses slash I'm assuming Google because my phone is only letting me go so far. And they do have these programs. Google IT Support Professional Certificate. It's a six-course specialization. They even have data data engineering on Google Cloud. That's I, you know, I need to click that. <laughs> I need to click that. The the data engineering on Google Cloud, that's what I do now. That is what I do now. I work with the Google Cloud platform and I build websites off of that platform. And I was just like Googling. I was Googling the Googles. I was Googling the Googles to figure out how this stuff worked. And I figured it out on my own. But that course will help me a ton. So, you know, if you're looking for courses, check out Coursera. This is not sponsored. Um, If you do need absolutely free, 100% free courses, send me an email at E-H-I at geekempower.com. This week, Geek Empower challenges you to, let me think, tackle a fear. So this week, you're going to take the chance to tackle a fear that you have when it comes to either technology, running a business, running your career, or everyday life. Whatever you are fearing, you don't have to take on the almighty, you know, horrible one that makes you stay up at night crying and all of that. Just, you know, take on a small fear. Take on something little. Take on a fear, you know, and just tackle it ahead on. And um, feel free to tag us at Geek Empowered on Instagram, on Twitter, do geek underscore empowered. Tag us, let let us know how it's going. Don't do anything too crazy. Like, I have a fear of heights. Let me, you know, jump off a bridge or something. Don't do 
anything that extreme. Please do not harm yourselves. Please do not do anything extreme. We are talking more along the lines of running and operating a business, taking on tech, something small that you are fearing, take it on, see how it goes. Don't put yourself in danger. And you know, breathe. Just breathe through it all. So that is this week's Geek Empowered Challenge. So to give an update on the company and where we're at with our content. So today we just wrapped up day 47 of 100 Days of Value, the pieces of advice that we gave. So we gave advice for those who are doing the DIY route for building their website. Um, We talked about options and, you know, we have a habit of going to the platform that everybody else goes to but I encourage you to take a moment to think about a few things about building out your website like what are you what are you thinking about like do you need somebody to buy stuff from you like let's think about those goals do you want to raise brand awareness do you want to generate revenue do you want to have a storage space to have all of your information. Um, think about these different goals that you want to have for building out your website. And then think about what what platforms will allow that type of functionality. Yes, one platform may work for what you initially want. But then that's when you move on to step number two. And you think about the long-term goals that you want to have for your website. For example, I know with Geek Empowered, we are going to have courses. I've been talking about that for forever, but we're finally going to have courses. We're going to have a membership. We're going to have a portal for our clients to track work. And you have to really think about, okay, can I put all of this on, you know, use this for example, can we put this on Tumblr? Can we put this on Wix? Um, think about Tumblr for a second. Like, can I really build, like Tumblr gives you the capability of having your own domain and pointing that domain to your Tumblr blog. But let's think about long-term. If you want to do a full-scale membership website, do you really want to put that on Tumblr? Can Tumblr even do that? So you have to think about these different platforms that people are looking at and whether or not that fits for you. Um, That goes the same with actual functionality. Like once you get into the nitty gritty of building out the website, um, a lot of tools work on, a lot of CMS platforms either work on one or two things. They work on widgets, integrations, or plugins. So you have to look at each of those things and think about whether or not there is something better out there for you, uh, whether or not the tool that you are installing on your website is frequently updated, or is it just a one and done type of situation? Because you don't want to fall into a case where you have something um, super old that you just put on there because you needed it for that time. And then when you're updating everything by force or by, you know, other means, um, you look at that plugin, you look at that tool, and you're like, oh my God, we can't use it because it's no longer supported. And um, yeah, and that's that. So you just have to think about other options. You have to look at the long term and the short term when it comes to utilizing different tools to build out your website and also build out functionality on it. Um, we also talked about um whether you are a freelancer or a small business, just a better way to organize. Um, your task. 
Geek Empowered is really big on transparency and communication. So what that means is if we are working on a particular thing on your website and something goes wrong, we immediately talk about what went wrong and we come up with a alternative on how to solve that problem. So we, and, and sometimes communication with people can be a little bit off. Like sometimes you can only catch them via text or via phone call or via email. And you just want to have a one track tool to kind to to kind of house everything into one spot and kind of just keep track of all the communications that's happening and also your clients can sign in and see where progress is happening so i use trello um, I'm not sponsored by Trello, but that is just something that I happen to use now. I actually started off, like I started, started off with Evernote and I kept everything in Evernote and then I moved on from Evernote to Asana and then I finally settled on Trello. So for your, for you freelancers and also you small business, the small businesses that are out there, I want you to think about operations and I want you to think about how you are tracking work and look into the different options for doing that. So that's it for today's episode. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, facebook.com slash geek empowered. On Instagram, we are at geek empowered. And on Twitter, we are geek underscore empowered. On On the next episode, we'll talk about highlights of the week or not the week. Maybe just Monday. It's Monday. So good luck. <laughs> what you get? I'm joking. But um, on the next episode, we'll talk more tech. We'll do more interviews this week. And make sure you subscribe to us if you're listening on iTunes and follow our journey online. Y'all have a great Monday.